if it's not created, that plan from pure God-led, womb-led, heart-led intention and love, it won't last. Welcome to Rebel Rose Radio, a multidimensional sanctuary where we explore the depths of ancient feminine arts and wisdom, womb-based business, leadership, creation, and intentional living. I'm your host, Gina Francis, feminine embodiment guide, womb-based business mentor, facilitator, and herbalist. And I am truly so excited that you are here. Take a deep inhale, a cleansing exhale. Choose to be fully here, present, as you receive this episode's medicine. Hello and welcome into Rebel Rose Radio. Welcome back or welcome if it's your first time here. I'm very glad that you're here landing on this episode for the first time because I'm about to give you the whole rundown on how I recently got the boot from Instagram from my personal account, the account that I had been using and building my business on for the past five years or so. Well, been using the account for longer than that, but I am finally here to share with you what happened in the lead up to me getting the boot from Instagram and how I've moved through it and where we're at today, because it's been, it's been a, it's been a portal guys. It's been a really, really beautiful and profound and honestly, one of the greatest gifts really. Um, it's been incredible. So I want to share this story with you because I feel like there's a lot of, there's golden nuggets in there for you. I know that there's going to be golden nuggets here in this episode for you, especially, especially if you are a business owner and entrepreneur, if you are running your business or your sacred work through Instagram or just, just digitally in general, I've been sharing kind of what's gone on for me with a couple of really close sisters and they've offered me such beautiful reflections about how I've been navigating this journey and it's made me really realize that there's a lot here to share with you. So we're going to just dive right in and my deepest prayer is that you are fully present and getting to receive this, allowing yourself to receive this, knowing and with full trust that there is something magic here for you that is going to shift something for you, that is going to change the way that you view yourself, your life, your creativity, your business, the way you show up online. And I'm also open to unexpected golden nuggets that you're going to receive from this. And my prayer is that you are also open and available to those as well. Okay, so basically, <laughs> over, so I'm here in WA. For those of you who don't know, I live in the Southwest of Western Australia and everyone thinks that you live in Australia and the weather's hot and sunny all the time. And that's just not the case. <laughs> it's just really, really not true. And where I live particularly, the winter is pretty harsh. Like it's a really, really, really cold winter, um, really cold to my standards. And I mean, I come from New Jersey. I come from pretty 
pretty hectic winters and a lot of snow, but I am, I am definitely a warm weather kind of gal, even though I was born in the winter, like the dead of winter. I was born February 5th and um, there was a massive snowstorm when I was born, but yeah, I'm such a warm weather kind of gal. So the winter down here, especially in Australia is like the houses are just not built for winter. They're built for summer. And so in the winter, it's really damn cold inside and we haven't had a fireplace where I'm living at the moment, which I'm normally used to having. I always had a fireplace where I was living before and a couple studios and it's been struggle city over here for the winter for me. And I've actually just come out of, I was back home in the States and I got to be home for autumn and winter in America. And I came back to Australia for autumn and winter as well. So I went from autumn, winter, a little taste of spring. I was home for the spring equinox. And then I came right back to autumn and winter. And when I shared that with people and I came back, they're like, oh my God, you're getting hit with two winters. And, you know, I'm someone who's spent a lot of my life chasing the sun ever since I left home in after college and I moved to Australia. I chased the sun in Australia. I went up to Queensland to live. I lived in Bali for years. I've always been a warm weather kind of gal going to Europe in the summer and just have always chased the sun. And it was really time for me to buckle down in winter. And when people would share that with me and say, oh my God, you're having two winters in a row my immediate knowing and my immediate knowing before this, when I did decide to come back to Australia during autumn was that God's assignment for me is to winter. Like God needs me in a double winter because there's a lot of wintering, (laughs) a lot of wintering that I needed to do a lot of inwardness, a lot of reflection. I needed the elongated void, the elongated hibernation, the elongated stillness. Because even though I had that back at home when I was in the States, I really wintered. I lived bundled up on the couch with the fire and endless cups of tea and red wine at night with my dad and books and movies and Netflix shows and studying. And like, I just really rested at the winter back at home in the States. But as spring began to come, I noticed like I was egoically ready. I was mentally ready. My, my body in a lot of ways was really ready for the warmth. And, you know, when that sun comes and when the temperature shifts, like I, my body just comes alive and feels so much more free and so much more fluid and open. And I'm sure you guys can all really really relate to that. You know, like when it starts getting warmer, you know, you can wear less clothes. I feel like there's just more freedom and spaciousness within me as opposed to in the winter, you know, feeling a bit more contracted, a bit more still. And so I was getting a taste of that back at home, but there was this like deeper knowing within me and within my womb that I wasn't done with winter yet. I was not done with winter yet, that there was, there was more for me that I didn't even know. Like I wasn't done with making love to the mystery, which is what I called that chapter of being back at home was making love to the mystery and I just knew that there was more wintering to be done and that's what I've done again here in this winter in Australia is it's been 
a hard, it's been a dark, it's been like dark emotionally, dark mentally, dark physically, like across the board. It's just been, it's been a winter and it's been a season for me to still be really slow. And I came back to Australia and I wasn't really working. I had so much space in my calendar and it got to the point throughout winter where there was like almost too much space that I didn't know what to do with it. And so that was also like a, a, not a test, but that was an assignment for me was to learn how to be comfortable with all of this spaciousness and know that I don't need to use it in any specific or strategic way, but at the same time to make the most out of it, you know, and the feminine, the feminine loves to be contained, loves some structure, loves a bit of schedule, loves a bit of a container so that she can move, she can flow, she can create, she can dance, play, like do her sacred work, immerse into that no time within time's boundaries, right? And for so long, I really resisted that. But I realized in that spaciousness that despite not really having to be on a Zoom call at 9am or to be at work at 7am, you know, there were bits and times where I was picking up things here and there and you know, needing to get up early and and go somewhere, watching some of my friends' kids. I was working on the land, pulling garlic at one point. Um, But I had to really create that discipline within myself to still be in my routines, my rituals, routines, you know, sense of routine and rituals during that time of just so much fluidity. And Also during that time, I was really, and this is where really we're going to get into the crux of it with this Instagram thing, is I really was exploring my relationship with Instagram. I had had, when I'm recording this, it's the end of September, it's September 29th, it's actually the full moon. And really since about, oh gosh, June or so, I really started exploring my relationship with social media. I really started, and I mean, I've always been exploring it, but in a different way, in a deeper way. And there was, I was getting the niggle from God, from my heart, from my womb, that it was time for a bit of an Instagram break. And at one point I was going to take the whole month of June or the, I don't know, June or July. I don't remember which it was. I was going to take the whole month off of Instagram, but that didn't end up happening. I ended up really decreasing how much I was on it, but I didn't end up taking the whole time off. And at that point as well, for some context, I, I wasn't selling, I wasn't selling anything through my Instagram. I hadn't been marketing. Um, I wasn't running any group programs. I wasn't taking on any one-on-one clients actively. I was doing sessions with some clients who were um, previous or had just reached out and like we had a really strong yes and I was doing some sessions with them. But, you know, I wasn't selling, I wasn't marketing, I wasn't actively using my Instagram to make money, to sell. And so that's why I was really feeling like, okay, this is like the time to winter, winter within my business, winter from Instagram, take a hibernation, take a step back, go to sleep for a little while to rebirth fresh and renewed and with even more clarity. And 
I didn't end up doing that. And the months kind of ticked by. And then July, I was a part of a big collaboration. And that was a pretty intensive, like two, three weeks on Instagram selling for this bundle that I was a part of that was amazing and, and did so incredibly and reached the lives of so many, so many women. But, you know, that didn't work out. I didn't take time off then. And like time just kept ticking and I kind of kept putting it off. And again, like at that point, it was really just maintenance. Like I was showing up on Instagram. I was creating, I was feeling really good in everything that I was creating. I was having a lot of fun experimenting, creating in new ways. I was showing up in different ways. And then that was kind of the message that I also got was like, okay, if you don't fully take time off, then let's start practicing. Like, I just feel like it's time for me to show up differently, to show up even more authentically, even more simply, even more refined and disentangle myself from the addictions to social media, the addictions to Instagram and the quick hits and the likes and the messages and da 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 all of the things you guys know. And so I said, okay. And I got really clear on how I did want to start showing up on there. And I even had friends and, and people reflect back to me that they were feeling something different. And I was feeling a lot more alive. I was feeling a lot more creative. I was feeling a lot better just about my creative process and what I was sharing on there. And then throughout this whole winter time, I've been in really a deep portal of healing and restoration within my relationship with my partner. Um, I'm not going to go fully into it because I do, yeah, I do want to keep some privacy with a lot of that, but we'd, you know, we'd really been teetering on the edge of breakup for a while. And now it's September 29th as I'm recording this, like I said, and it must have been, I guess, at the start of this month, um, maybe the end of August, the start of this month, we, my partner and I went on a camping trip. We planned a beautiful weekend to go and disconnect and nourish ourselves, nurture ourselves, be offline, off social media, off of work. Like for those of you guys who don't know, camping is one of my favorite things. I feel most me when I'm camping. I feel most me when I'm out in the bush with the river right by us with minimal resources, but also comfort and just enough. I feel so free and so clear and so embodied and so connected and so rested. And it is just, it fills my cup like not many other things do. And so we went out for this camping trip. It was beautiful. We had such a nourishing, restful time together. We definitely needed more time, but we did have to come back for some things. And it actually started storming that night that we were leaving. So the last night we were there, we got rained on all night, but protected by the tent. Um, and so we kind of packed up and had a slow morning and left the next day. And either that day or the next day, um, you know, had this beautiful, lush, weekend with my man we came back and kind of felt like we crashed and burned like we kind of hit this brick wall together and had a lot of challenges a cha really really challenging conversation come up as they do in perfect timing but it felt even harder coming off the back of this absolutely stunning weekend that we had together to then have something so emotionally intense staying up the early hours of the morning in this conversation and crying and 
just so much unknown and just, just a lot of confronting things we were exploring. And, and so the next, and you know, what, what even is time? So this may not be perfectly chronological, but from memory, we kind of had that night after we came back from camping. And then I went out the next day to go for a run. One of my favorite ways to just move, the energy and really clear my mind and nourish myself is just go out for a really hard exercise and sweat. And so I went and did that. I took myself on a run. I felt a lot of pent up energy within me. And I, earlier that day, when I was walking in the morning before I exercised, I made this gorgeous reel, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous reel from our camping trip. It was a pretty Um, it was a pretty short, you know, it was short, it was sweet. It was, oh, it was just, it was really beautiful. And it had one little bit. And if you are on my email list, I sent you the photo. I sent you a few photos actually from this camping trip. So you would have gotten an email from me very soon after where I kind of shared this whole story. And I shared with you guys some photos from the camping trip that I haven't shared anywhere else. So, um, on my email list go check that it's probably in your inbox somewhere if you missed it but I posted this gorgeous reel with some snippets from our trip there was one bit of me I came out of the river swimming I was swimming every day in the river um, nearly naked or just wearing my bottoms and there was a snippet in the reel of me covering my breasts you know there was no nudity and um, I came yeah and it was a beautiful reel and I'll actually read the caption to you I've just actually pulled it up. So when I shared this reel, what I wrote with it was, I feel most myself when I'm camping. I love who I am when I'm camping. When my body is pressed against the firm and stable earth, sleeping belly to belly with our mother and waking to her symphony of natural wonders, bathing in the sweet waters of the river, my skin has never felt so soft, so pure. It feels like I stepped straight out of the womb. Sometimes it takes my mind quite a while to settle down, wondering what should we do? (sighs) A cold plunge and a long walk bring my body into deep rest, multiple naps a day as rest and restore fully takes hold. Waking with the birds and slowing down at dusk, cooking on the fire and sleeping under the stars in rhythm with she is my favorite place to be. That was what I wrote along with the beautiful reel and posted that kept walking, did my heart exercise. I was moving energy and ended up having a massive emotional release. Um, towards the end of my run actually ended up getting on the phone with my partner because he was still at home or somewhere. And we kind of were starting to repair and continue this really confronting conversation from days prior And I ended up in a massive emotional release, like full cathartic crying, moving, sounding. And I took myself down, like just sobbing, like, you know, that blubbering, messy sobbing. Just going to have a sip of cacao. Um, I just broke down and I took myself to my favorite spot along the water where we live. There's this huge open field with, there's just tons of 
trees and bush surrounding this beautiful dam. There's actually a few dams and um, it's along someone's property and along a vineyard. And there are so many ducks, there's swans, there's beautiful Australian native birds that just gather at this spot on the water. And it is just peaceful. It is calm. It is flat all of the time. And the sun sets just next to it. The sun rises and reflects onto the water. And it's just the most, one of the most peaceful places for me. And especially being that I can walk to it from my house. It's, it's so, so sacred to me. I, I really, it's one of the places where I really meet God at this water. And I took myself there and I cried and I cried and I cried and I let, let the earth hold me and I melted into the earth and I cried and I let myself be held. And when I finished and really started deeply breathing, all I could do, all I could think to do was pray. And that's what I'm really retraining myself to do in times of challenge is instead of complain, instead of worry, I pray. I turn to God in all of these moments. I turn to God and pray in the beautiful, exciting, joyful, pleasurable moments as well. But in those moments of challenge, in those moments when things aren't going as planned or the way we want to, I pray. I turn to God and I pray instead of go into victim or complain and guys I am not perfect at this this is my practice just like I said I am retraining myself I still complain I still go into victim but more like in that moment was the strongest moment of like I feel helpless I am nothing right like I feel like nothing right now I feel like I want to melt into the earth and never come back out again like I give it all up to you, God. And I prayed and I prayed for more space within me to be created for more of me, more of what I love, more space to be created within me to hold all of this, to feel the fullness of the sensations I was experiencing, more space to be created within me for what I truly love and what truly loves me and more space within me for my relationship. Because at that point, I was like, I can't fucking do it all anymore. I can't hold it all anymore. And so I just prayed and prayed for more space to be created within me. And I got up, felt so much lighter, I looked at the water. I just said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I went home. And I went home. And when I went on my laptop and went on my email a little while later, I had an email from Instagram that my account at I am Gina Francis had been suspended or disabled, whatever word they used, for sexual solicit. Blah, blah, blah sexual solicitation and I actually thought it was spam like I thought it was a junk mail I thought it was a spam you know this like fake thing about like oh your Instagram was disabled like click this link to restore it and then it would have like fucked my entire computer so I was like oh that's not real and I kind of clicked out of it and then I was like I should probably look at that more and I went back 
And then I went on my phone and opened Instagram on my phone. And this was after I'd posted this beautiful reel and I had seen some people were already commenting and just like really feeling impacted by what I shared. And then that went away and immediately kind of popped up like your Instagram account has been suspended. And I shared those screenshots in that email as well. Like your account, I am Gina Francis has been suspended. It gives you an option to like appeal it or something. And I did. And you don't get to put in any reason or anything. You just kind of click that you appeal it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, this, this is happening. And the primary emotion that I felt, well, firstly, I laughed. I had a massive giggle and I spread my arms out and I looked outside and said, thank you. Like, I just laughed because God fucking answered, pardon my language, God answered my prayer. Life gave me what I had literally just prayed for. I prayed for more space within me to be created. And immediately like that, the thing that was taking the most unnecessary space and time and energy within my life was was taken from me. The thing that was causing so many issues within my relationship, because that's been a really ongoing thing, is how my time spent on Instagram and all of that and my patterns and addictive tendencies with Instagram have really like really gone in the way of my relationship with my partner. And it's been a really big thing for him in a really, really um, tender spot. It was just taken away like that. And do you see how in my prayer, I didn't pray for something super, super, super specific. I left it up to God and I trusted that more space would be created but I didn't know how because we can never know God's plan for us. We can never know how God is going to work through us. We can never know what is going to happen five minutes from now, 10 minutes from now, days from now, weeks from now, months, years, etc. We can just never know. And with my prayer was with such purity and such openness to mystery and openness to surprise. That's one thing that I've really been leaning into in my relationship with God and prayer and life is like, surprise me. Fucking surprise me. Delight me with your surprise. Take me, take my breath away in a way that I could have never expected, in a way that I could have never dreamed of. Because I think for all of us, there will come a point where we've planned out how we want our life to go. We've planned out how our business is going to go. We've planned out how our relationship is going to go. We've planned out the finances. We've done X, Y, and Z to make sure everything happens in this super specific way. But if it's not created, that plan from pure God-led, womb-led, heart-led intention and love, it won't last. 
it's going to crumble. And that doesn't mean that my entire Instagram account, I am Gina Francis, was not built from love and womb and heart and God. It was in many ways, but it also wasn't in many ways. And that's been a really tough and confronting reality that I've been facing through these this season, the seasons of wintering that I went through, that I spoke about at the beginning of this episode, experiencing double winters to really confront so many shadows, so many ego deaths, so much confronting of subconscious control that was taking over my life and where my life force and energy was being drained and like siphoned out of me. And my relationship with Instagram was one of those things that had become so entangled with my ego in very subtle ways. And like, this is really, really hard for me, for me to admit here right now publicly. Like, I want you to really know that I'm kind of like wanting to stop this episode and go back and edit this part out because it feels It feels embarrassing. It feels, I feel like sadness in my heart. I feel tightness in my belly and in my womb. Thoughts going through my mind are like, oh my God, is, are all my past clients going to think that everything I did before this was fake or my past community and followers going to think that I was make like that I wasn't real and I wasn't being authentic. Like what is everyone going to think? What are they going to think of me? And it's really hard to face, but what's even harder to face is not being honest. What's even harder to be, with and face is continuing to pretend that everything was working and that my relationship to my social media and social media and my creative process was sustainable. Like to just continue kind of telling myself lies and like putting on these rose colored glasses that like, oh yeah, everything's great. Everything's fine. I have a great healthy relationship with social media. Da, 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 da. Like And so much of this has only been clearly revealed to me because I allowed so much to burn down, because I allowed myself to die in so many ways over the winter that I had no other choice but to truly face myself through the love of God and prayer, through many microdosing days and and ceremonies through ceremony in general through so many rituals through prayer through different ways that I was connecting even with my heart and my womb and the earth and God like going to these depths to be shown truth through the lens of love I think of the goddess Kali I think many of you will know Kali the Hindu goddess of transformation, really transformation, death, destruction, and yet such fierce love. 
I always, in one of my most beloved and signature containers, Menstrual Intimacy Academy, the first program I, well, not like this, maybe one of the, one of the, one of the first programs I ever ran that was really incredibly successful. I teach about the archetypes of the menstrual cycle. And in one way I do that is through the lens of these Hindu goddesses that I really came to love when I, because I would let, lived in Bali for a while and I was a yoga teacher and um, was kind of um, introduced to these goddesses and the, this culture back then. And I fell in love with these goddesses and especially fell in love with Kali who will break down and burn down anything that is not love, anything that is not true. I think of her as the tower card, you know, they're very, very similar energies. And the season of winter I find is a really similar energy to that. And we often really fear the tower card and we fear Kali or can fear Kali because we're afraid to let go because we're afraid for this illusion of safety and this bubble of whatever it is that we've created. We're afraid for that to fall because I think honestly, one of the things we're afraid of is we're actually afraid of how good it can really be. We're afraid of how good it can get. And we think this illusion of safety that we've created and familiarity and structure and all these things we create for ourselves is like, well, it's safe. It's safe because it's known and it's comfortable. But we fear that crumbling because we fear the unknown and we fear like what's on the other side of that. And so we cling and that was me like clinging on to these parts of me and these parts of my business and these offerings even and these processes and these ways of doing things that were simply no they were just no longer working and there's a beautiful saying of what's got and you here won't get you there it's like something along the lines of that or like what what's worked up until this point is not what's going to work to get you to you know like your next big milestone or your next big vision or goal. And I feel like I really got to that point where I was like, everything that's worked up until now is no longer working. And I can no longer pretend that it is. And sometimes like me, my ego was too strong and too stubborn. And I was too, I I was just human. And I didn't want to accept that that God had to come in and take it from me. Kali had to come in and burn it. And that was through my Instagram being disabled. And I have, I have no plans of it coming back. And as like, when I got that notification and as I was processing it, like I said earlier, the the, the primary emotion that I felt was relief, was that I was free I was free from this burden that I had been carrying and I have the opportunity to start over. I have the opportunity to begin again with even stronger foundations, with even stronger roots because I knew that I would not be starting from zero or starting from nothing 
I would be starting with, starting with all of my experience, all of my mistakes, all of my learnings from those mistakes, all of the wisdom that I extracted through experience up until that point, that's what I'd be starting with. So I wasn't starting over from nothing. I was starting over with in the most, and that for me just felt like a blessing. That felt like I, I wanted to dress and I did drop down to my knees and cry in gratitude. And when I told my partner about it, he tried to hide it, but I was like, you can be happy. It's okay. And he was like, I'm fucking stoked. Like he was really actually happy about it because it was putting a lot of strain on our relationship. And so it was like this thing for him that was coming in between us. It was almost like my relationship with social media was this like other entity that was like coming into the middle of our relationship as if it was like another person coming in and pushing us apart. And so he was really happy about that. And as, as was I, I was as well. And I really realized in that moment, like there was a lot of sadness that I felt as well. And a lot of shame that did come up around like, oh my God, like how did I, how did I let this happen? Like, how did I let myself get so entangled with something? How did I let myself be so where it's not controlled but so affected by something outside of me that it was getting in the way of one of the most important things in my life my relationship with my man and again it's like it feels embarrassing it feels really sad and I feel disappointed in myself not anymore because I've moved through it I did I felt disappointed in myself now I can speak about it freely and openly because I've processed it and I've moved through it and I feel like I'm on the other side and so, 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 so deeply grateful because what this did was it made space for me to focus all of my energy and attention within my work on the thing that's been screaming for my attention, but I haven't had the bandwidth to give it or in the space and the time to give it, it's allowed me now to fully focus on Rebel Rose. I feel like I need to do a part two to this episode. So I'm going to do a part two to this episode. And I'm going to begin to wrap this up. So as the I Am Gina Francis account was taken down, I still had my Rebel Rose Radio Instagram. So I only began that back in February and I, I haven't been actively growing it or like there's been no um, intention of like getting a, thousands of followers on it. It's been primarily for, it's been like a slow growth and primarily, um, sorry, my camera just went out over here. Give me one moment. Um, the Rebel Rose Radio Instagram account has been, you know, just sharing the podcast pretty much. It's been clips for the podcast, quotes from the podcast and birthing the podcast. It was Rebel Rose Radio Instagram. And if those, if you're listening and you've been following the Rebel Rose Radio Instagram, 
you will know that it has just been transformed into the Rebel Rose Temple Instagram. So I am Gina Francis has been put to rest for now. And my full devotion through the lens of social media is on Rebel Rose Temple. I invite you to head to Instagram, go to the show notes. I'll put the link to this Instagram down in the show notes to at Rebel Rose Temple. This is going to be the full brand, the new brand. I'll call it a new brand, even though she's not really new at all. But this is where all of my work is going to be from now on. And you're going to start seeing a lot less me and a lot more of the entity, a lot more co-creation and collaboration. Rebel Rose Temple is, and again, I'm going to do a part two to this episode that'll come out next week. And if you're listening to this at a different time, just the next episode, part two. Rebel Rose Temple is its own entity. It is less of a personal brand and and more of a community, more of a co-creation with God, with Mother Earth, with Sophia, with Mary Magdalene. Rebel Rose Temple is an entity and a standalone essence of her own. And in the next episode, I'm going to go into more of what that means. But I really want, before I explain and give language to something that is so intangible and untouchable, before I try and have you comprehend with your mind what Rebel Rose Temple is, I want you to feel her first. I want you to even go back to one of the beginning episodes with where I introduced Rebel Rose Radio as a space that really will give you more of an essence of Rebel Rose as well. Even though I was speaking about the podcast in that episode, Rebel Rose Temple is a movement, is a community, is a vision, is a sanctuary, is a place for you to come to land home within yourself, to land home within your sacred body. It is going to be an educational space. It is going to be a ceremonial space. It is going to be a co-creative and collaborative space. And I'm really, really excited about it. And I'm really, really excited that you're here. And as I record this episode on Friday, September 29th, and as it is released on Friday, September 29th, I was a bit backed up this week. The final exciting, exciting announcement and note that I have is that the Rebel Rose song that was channeled and created by my dear sister, Ellie Ann Dayton, comes out in two days, three days, comes out on October 1st. Ellie is a dear sister of mine. 
And I actually just shared a reel sharing more of the story behind our co-creation with the song. So I really encourage you to go check that out and read that. A few years ago, I asked Ellie to, if she would create a song for Rebel Rose. And three years or so later, it is a part of her album, Temple Calling. That is an album for your altar. And Rebel Rose is the second single to be released. There was another single, Temple of Lilith, released last month, which I really encourage you to listen to. It's so good. It's, it's one of my favorites on the album, besides Rebel Rose, of course. Rebel Rose is the second single to be launched. And there's actually a really, really incredible launch party that's happening launch event, party, gathering, celebration, ceremony that's happening at the beginning of November, November 11th, 11-11. So I'll also leave that in the show notes as well for those of you who are located in the Southwest or just located in Western Australia in general. I would love to see you there and mingle with you in person and yeah, for you to experience Rebel Rose in real life there as part of this even greater co-creation of Ellie's album, Temple Calling. So in just a few days, the Rebel Rose song, it's just called Rebel Rose, will be on Spotify for your beautiful ears to sink into and listen to. And um, in the next couple of months, I will be changing the intro and outro of this podcast. And there will be clips from that song that are going to be, yeah, space, space holders at the beginning and end of each episode. And I'm really, really excited for that as well. So again, I'm going to do a part two to this episode because it's getting long and there's just like, there's just so many parts to this story. So I want to leave you at that. I want to leave you with that and with the invitation to come and follow Rebel Rose Temple on Instagram, come and say hi Share this episode with someone that you love, someone that you know, with your community, with your on your Instagram stories. Please tag us at Rebel Rose Temple so that we can see and connect with you and just love on you, celebrate you, and just really thank you for sharing. Um, and if you follow us there at Rebel Rose Temple, you will be the first to know when the song is released on Sunday, October 1st. I can't wait for you to hear it you to receive it and yeah I love you guys thank you thank you thank you thank you God for giving me the push to record this episode today I was avoiding it so much guys and I feel just so much better that I'm getting this story out and that it's going to be in your ears in just a few moments All right. I love you all and have a beautiful rest of your day. And I look forward to seeing you in the Rebel Rose Temple.